Hey, and welcome back to Starcrossed Opinions. Oh boy, I have not stuck to my word on how I was going to, you know, do podcasts regularly. But life has just been absolutely crazy. It's been so hectic and, oh, especially lately, it's been an absolute roller coaster of emotions. Um, it is freezing cold here tonight, which is awesome. I love the cold. So I'm rugged up in a blanket. I've been cleaning my house like a motherfucker all day um and I've been listening to a few podcasts myself and so this podcast I really want to kind of dedicate to self-reflection I think self-reflection is really really important I think we all kind of at some point or another we need to sit down and really have a think about what we've done in our lives (coughs) sorry um what we've done in our lives who we've loved who we've lost And really just reflect on all of it. And I think we also need to forgive all the bad. You know, I was talking to Terry about this the other day. And, um, you know, all the people that hurt me, all the people that broke my heart or broke my trust or, you know, completely broke something in my life. You have to forgive them eventually. And not for them. Some of them, you know, definitely don't deserve your forgiveness. But you have to forgive them for you so you can move on, so you can move forward. And, you know, that's what I'm doing. I have spent the last year, just over a year, I have spent so long trying to better myself and trying to get my mental health back under control and get a good job, which I have now, which is awesome. But I've tried so hard mentally to get everything sorted. And I still struggle, but I'm slowly getting there. And I strongly believe that to make steps forward... You do need to forgive and you need to kind of face facts. You know, being in denial is one of the worst things that you could possibly be. Whether it's a good, you know, good situation like, you know, you're in love with somebody and they're in love with you but you're denying it. Or whether it's a bad situation and, you know, you're denying that, you know, it's actually good, it's fine. Like denial is one of the biggest killers and it's one of the biggest things that I have always struggled with. And you need to trust your gut. You know, no matter what anybody else says, you need to trust your gut. Unless it's something that you are completely batshit crazy on, you need to trust it. I, you know, if any of you guys who are listening have been my regular listeners and, the, the you know, the people that have listened from the very start, you all know Romeo. Romeo is, well, he's Romeo. <laughs> um, and, you know... We ended on really bad terms and it got bad at the end. Like, not really, really bad, but, you know, it wasn't the way that it should have been. And, you know, it turned out really bad. And I have spent months, or a couple of months, you know, hating Romeo and thinking that, you know, he lied to me and what we had was fake and, you know, I wasted so much time. And that was all me being in denial. You know, and I need to stop being in denial and I've been working on that and I've come to the realisation that, you know, I love Romeo. I, I loved him with every ounce of my being and, you know, I have always thought that me and Romeo would be endgame. Simple as that. You know, we defined all the odds. We met and, you know, we fell for each other and our lives took us in two completely different directions and then at some point our paths crossed again. And we finally got that chance to see what would happen. And even though it ended badly and it didn't end the way that 
you know, we wanted it to, I realized that one of the reasons it ended was because instead of letting it bloom, I was trying so hard to make it work. I had it in my head that we had lost so much time that, you know, we couldn't afford to lose any more. So I was holding on so tightly that I ended up suffocating it. I ended up suffocating us and, you know, suffocating what we had. And I have spent a while thinking that it was all his fault and that, you know, he just bailed when he said that he was never going to. But at the end of the day, if you're suffocating something, that thing that you're suffocating either can just stand there and be suffocated or it can get away. And in hindsight, it was smart of him not to stay. And, you know, at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. I believe that, you know, people come into our lives and they leave our lives for a reason. I believe that even when people leave our lives, that they could possibly come back. You know, me and Romeo were, you know, proof of that. We had something so strong that the universe just pulled us back together. Despite all odds, it pulled us back together. And, you know, I'm not sitting here thinking, oh my God, I want him back. He needs to come back into my life. I really want to try again. But I'm also not completely closed off to that either. I mean, the universe does what the universe does. And you know, if we are meant to be together, then we will find a way to be together. We might cross each other's paths years down the track. We might cross up each other's paths weeks down the track. You know, it doesn't really matter. And that goes for anybody in your life. Obviously, the exceptions are people who have, you know, physically abused you or, you know, completely was just a complete fuckwit. Obviously, stay away from those people if they were actually unhealthy for you. But for people like Romeo and a few other exceptions that people that I have seen, he was not unhealthy for me. He was healthy for me. He encouraged all the best parts of me and he accepted all the best parts of me. And the way that I felt when I was with him, I felt like myself. There was not a moment where I had to hide, you know, how I was feeling. I didn't have to hide who I was. I didn't have to hide what I was like because he loved and accepted every single part of that. So he wasn't unhealthy for me. We might have been unhealthy for each other towards the end, but he wasn't unhealthy for me. So that kind of situation, it's like, you know, if it crosses paths again, you know, so be it. But you also need to have in your head that if it doesn't happen, if you don't cross cross paths again, that's okay too. Because at the end of the day, like me personally, I want what's best for him. I truly want what's best for him and his daughters. You know, I want him to be happy. I want him to have love and you know, laughter and memories. I want him to have every single good part of this world. I want him to have that because he deserves it. Whether that's with me or whether it's with somebody else, it doesn't matter. I want him to have that. And that is something that I have struggled really, really hard to get. Like I've struggled to get to that point. Um, so, you know, that was a really big, big step for me. And, you know, I, I still get emotional. And, you know, me and Romeo had a lot of, a lot of songs. Um, one thing that he was really good at was telling me how he felt through a song. So he would send me a song and I would always say, is this a good song or is this one of those songs that you're trying to tell me how you feel? And so, you know, we have a whole playlist of songs that we gave each other. And even when I listen to the songs that he gave me, I, you know, I do get teary. I do get very, very emotional because I, you know, I just, I get very emotional, um, you know, and it's something that I can't help. It's something that I just have to have to just live with and something that, you know, I can't really change at the end of the day. Um, 
so yeah I was listening to a podcast and you know she was saying that you know you're not always going to get clarity and I understand that I could get a hold of Romeo and I could say why did you do this to me why did you not stay you know why could you not love me enough to work it out Um, you know I could have so many why this and why that but at the end of the day it's probably not even going to help you know it's it's it could just hurt me more and I have to have clarity myself without without asking him for it because I mean he could give me clarity and it could make me feel a lot better but you know best case scenario is he said that I did love you and I did want to fight for you and I still love you and that's you know it's you know, you have to give yourself clarity and that's what I've done. I have gotten to the point where I have really thought about it and I think, you know what, what we did have was real. It was rare and it was special and it was something that I loved every single minute of, even on the really, really hard parts. Like I just love the way that it felt with him. And to this day, I still so very dearly miss his friendship. I miss the way that we used to talk to each other. I miss the way that I could open up to him and you know, but at the end of the day, I've gotten to the point where it's like, there's no if, buts or maybes. What we had was real. What we had was special. What we had was electric, you know, and there's no point ruining that and ruining the good memories by saying, oh, well, why this? Why did he do this? And how come he could do this? And what if this was a lie? Like, there's no point ruining it if you know you don't have the proof to ruin it it just it didn't work and it's shit it's really fucking shit that it didn't work but at the end of the day it didn't work you accept that and you try and move on and this goes for all of my exes I have done that with my ex I don't know if we even nicknamed him or if I name dropped him but the long-term ex that I had before I moved home I was kind of just like, you know, you were abusive. You broke me. Like, you know, he truly, truly broke me. It has been a year and four months or a year and three months since we broke up. And I am only just really starting to get on my feet, especially mentally. You know, he broke me down so much that I I wasn't myself. I was a completely different person. I've made so many mistakes since then because of how you know, he made me, he saw me as this clay vase and molded me into something that he wanted me to be, somebody that was submissive to him and didn't have my own voice, didn't have my own opinion. So it has taken me a long time to remold myself and, you know, I'm still not perfect. I will never be perfect, but it's taken me a long time to do that. And I've, you know, despised him for so long thinking that, you know, he, he ruined this and he wrecked this. And you know what, at the end of the day, I don't want to think negative anymore. You know, I dated him for a reason. And another thing that I heard on a podcast is you should never let your new partner put down your ex. Even if they were an absolute shit cunt of a person, don't ever let them put down your ex because by them putting down your ex, they are therefore putting down your choices because you chose to be with that person. You fell in love with that person for a reason. And even though it ended shittily or they turned out to be an absolute dickhead, that was still your choice. So by your ex saying, oh, your ex is this, that and the other, you know, they are therefore putting shit on your, on your choices. And I don't want to put shit on my choices. You know, with my ex, we were together three years, three and a half years. And there was really really shitty parts and obviously parts that absolutely destroyed me and you know broke me down 
but there was a lot of really good parts too. You know, we lived together. We had a life together. You know, we shared so many moments that were so good and so genuine. And I don't see the point in clouding all of those really, really good moments because of how shit it turned out. We're not together anymore. I have accepted the fact that there were negatives and that, you know, there were repercussions to what happened. And I accepted the fact that I was broken and I had to fix myself. But there's now that I've fixed myself or I'm trying to fix myself, there's no point looking back on it and still being so negative and so sour towards it. At the end of the day, you know, I don't want to get back with him at all, at all. <laughs> um, and, you know, realistically, I don't even want to be friends with him. But, you know, I also don't want to hate him either. I need to get rid of this goes to everybody. You need to get rid of the hate in your life if it's not needed. Like hate is not needed. Like you can hate the weather and you can you know, hate other things, but, you know, get rid of the hate that is not needed in your life. Because the more hate, it's like, it's like you're carrying things. You've got two arms, two hands, right? You've got all these things that you're carrying. If it's all hate, 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 how can you carry love? You know, you might have a couple of things of love that you're carrying, but you've got so much hate that you're carrying as well. And wouldn't you rather just get rid of, like, drop all that hate, just drop it, don't even think about it, don't do it. And then all you can do is just hold on to all that love that you've got from friends, from family, from, you know, partners. Just hold on to the love, get rid of the hate. Because hate is a killer. And you don't want to spend your life hating things and hating people. So my advice is to try not to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's where that's where I'm at at the moment. It's It's... It's a huge, huge step for me, huge step. And I've been writing everything down this afternoon. I ended up stopped cleaning because I was just so overwhelmed with so much of everything, you know, so much of everything. And anyone who knows me personally knows that the only way for me to get all that out of my head and to be able to focus and function properly is to write it down. I can explain things better on pen and paper. You know, I can explain things better that way in more depth. And it just, you know, it's just easier for me that way. And I feel like a weight has been lifted. I feel like I'm really making steps forward, which is awesome. And that's what I encourage everybody else to do as well. You know, you, I said this to my best friend you know, Murray, I have mentioned Murray <laughs> um, and I have name dropped, but I have said this to my best friend. I said that, you know, he works all the time. He is such an amazing person. He truly is, you know, one of my favorite humans and he works tirelessly. And I actually said to him today, I said, you know, you need to take more chances. You need to do more things because at the end of the day, yes, you're working a lot and he is like me. He'll overthink. But, you know, life is too short to not do things because you choose to work when you have the opportunity to do something else. Like if you have to work, fair enough. But if you don't have to work for a certain amount of time and you want to do something else, you need to take the chance and you need to do it. You know, and don't overthink things. Overthinking is not going to get you anywhere. And that's advice that I give myself on a daily because I overthink literally everything. Um, but it's a huge thing, you know, and... It has a lot to do with your support system as well. I don't really have anyone down here where I am. I have 
one of my best friends who I work with. She is amazing and I really want to give her a shout out. I probably need to go back through my podcast and find out whether I've name dropped her or not. Um, But she is an absolute gem. She is the complete opposite to me. She, like housewife, she's minimalist. She doesn't like clutter. She doesn't like things on a wall. She doesn't like things on the benches. Like she's a minimalist. And I'm the complete opposite. I love clutter. I love having little knickknacks and photo frames and canvases. Like I'm obsessed with that stuff. But even mentally, she's completely different. I know that if I need, if I need babying, then I will go to my cousin. You know, I will go to my cousin and he will be the person that's like, okay, babe, it's all right. Like, you know, let's figure out a way to fix this. And I love you. It's going to be okay. Whereas my best friend, I need to think of a nickname for her, but my best friend, if you need a kick in the ass and you need a reality check, she is the one to go to. And sometimes she could be so brutally harsh that you kind of just, you're a bit shocked. It's like a smack in the face that you didn't expect. Even though you asked for it, you know, you didn't expect her to be that blunt and that harsh. But, you know, she tells the truth. She's never one to bullshit. And it's, you know, a friendship that I truly, truly cherish because, you know, one thing that breaks friendships is not being truthful with each other. Um, you know, and, you know, I, I know that she would never hurt me or break my trust or tell me a lie because she's just so brutally honest that she just would not bullshit me and I love that and she is one of the strongest people that I know like I know a few people that are strong and you know she's one of them and not to go into a lot of detail but she has a lot of things going on at home plus all the things she's got going on at work and she holds it together you know she has the moments where she's stressed and can't figure out what to do and you know doesn't have two seconds to scratch her ass but she is handling it you know she's handling it like a boss and I think that is just such an inspiration it is so fucking awesome and I love her so much you know we spend so much time together we work together and we spend weekends together and you know sometimes after work we'll spend time together too so and we've known each other for over half of our lives which is a huge huge thing but she is just she's an absolute fucking boss you know, she's amazing. So I'm giving a huge shout out to her because she just, she needs to give herself more credit because she's just amazing. Don't mind my cat. My cat is absolutely going crazy at the moment. Um, there was something I was going to talk about as well, but I can't remember what it was. Um, I think that's about it for now. I know that I just wanted to you know, tell everyone to just sit down and have a little bit of self-reflection. Have a really good think about what your life was, what you've done, what you haven't done, the people that you love, the people that you lost, the people that you have, you know, just really sit down and just reevaluate everything. Think about the way that you're thinking about things too. Try and have a more positive outlook on life because life is so short and you need to love the people around you and stop hating others uh let's get rid of the hate guys (laughs) but you know just take take life as it comes I still struggle every single day to try and get my shit together you know I've been in an absolute funk the last couple of days and I cannot seem to get out of it I'm a little bit better now that I've kind of vented and I've written down everything and you know I kind of feel like a bit of a weight has been lifted but I am definitely not fixed I will definitely be 
having moments where I, I struggle. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's just life. You know, I this is the longest time I've been single and I do enjoy being single, but I am getting lonely. I am missing being in that relationship and I think that has a lot to do with my funk. But, you know, I, you know, it's all a learning curve. It's stuff that I will get through and I know that I will get through it with my support system and my mental health being better now than what it has been in a very long time. I'm getting better. And you know what? As long as you're getting better, that's all that matters. It's better than just sitting here going, oh, okay, so everything's shit and we're not going to do anything about it. I've been known to be like that. You know, I have been in stages where I know things are shit. I know I'm in a horrible situation, but I won't do anything to fix it. Whereas now I'm doing my best to fix things. I'm doing my best to make peace with the things that I should have made peace with. I'm trying my best to keep out of negative situations and try and have my mental state on track and think more positively. And I think that's a really, really big thing to do. And anybody that is doing it at the moment, you know, you can do it, stick to it. It's completely possible. Um, And another massive, massive thing, just as a super quick side note before I go, is I think a huge, super huge thing to do is to be true to yourself. Like be super true to yourself. I, uh, so I had a moment, um, about the Italian. Yeah. Anyone who listens knows about the Italian. Uh, and I just want to put out there that I have no bad feelings towards him. Again, I think he is a great person. He just, we have a really weird relationship, like weird friendship, if you'd even call it that. Um, anyway, so long story short, um, it come to light that he was possibly in a relationship and has been in a relationship the whole time, the both times that we have had our encounters. Um, and I flipped my shit. Like I was, I was ropeable for so many reasons, so many obvious and completely fair reasons. And then it turns out that apparently that wasn't case. And, you know, everybody's story is different. Everybody's story is different. And, you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover. And the Italian, for instance, there's been times where we have just butted heads so bad to the point where I either want to punch him in the head or I just want to go away and cry. Like, you know, there's been times he never takes personal digs, like never thinks to purposely hurt me. But the amount of time and effort he spends saying the things that he does and picking on me the way that he does, you know... It, it gets to me. I'm a sensitive person. I'm a really, really sensitive person. And it really, really gets to me. So, you know, I get quite emotional. And then, you know, there are other times where he'll open up to me, you know, and I will see that glimpse of him that it's like, you know, you are a good fucking person. You have a heart. You care a lot about other people. You're a good fucking person. I, I truly believe he's a good person. I don't know why we bicker the way that we do, but at the end of the day... I'm not going to hold it against him that he bickers at me. Like, you know, I'm pissed off and I, and I hate it. And it really upsets me that he does it. I wish that he wouldn't do it because I think that, you know, we would be quite good friends. I think we'd actually get along really well if he wasn't such a dick to me most of the time. Um, but all the good parts that I have seen, you know, it, it makes me want to tell everybody to just be yourself and to not give a fuck about what anybody else thinks. Because life is so short to try and be somebody else. You know, if you're this big, tough guy, 
but you you know you're actually quite emotional and loving and caring there's no point acting like a big tough cunt just because you think that's the way men should be and vice versa if you are this you know tiny little like okay like girls for example if you are like this really feminine um looking woman you know and you are constantly wearing dresses and makeup but all you want to do is just act like a boy and be an absolute you know guy of a girl you can do that you know it's you got to be true to yourself you are you are you a nerd you know uh do you, the, the things that you like it doesn't really matter the things that you believe in you need to stick to who you are simple as that and do not back down for anybody I have had being an old romantic I have had my fair share of people telling me that I am batshit fucking crazy chivalry is dead and you know I'm never going to find someone that's going to give me what I want I'm never going to find someone who will take me on cute dates and buy me flowers and love me the way that I deserve and just be cute and adorable okay I've had people tell me that I'm fucked in the head because of the things that I believe in and you know I would go through stages where it was like well maybe I am wrong maybe there is no such thing as romance anymore and chivalry is dead and at the end of the day you have to stick to your guns okay you need to stick to your guns and be like well you know what that's your opinion and that's okay to have their opinion but you can't tell me not to have mine People can have their opinion and say, this is what I think it is. And that's fine. You don't have to agree with it. But everybody is entitled to their opinion. It is only wrong when they try and change your opinion. They can voice theirs all they like and that is perfectly fine. But the moment they try and change your opinion and the moment they try and change what you believe in or what you stand for, that's when you kick their ass to the curb and tell them to get fucked. Because people who truly care about you, the people that you want in your life, They don't have to agree with everything that you do. They just have to support you and be like, okay, cool. Well, I'll give you my opinion when it's needed. But other than that, like that's your life. That's your opinion. That's what you stand for. That's what you believe in. And you love them for that. Simple, you know, simple, simple, simple. (laughs) I really don't know how else I'm supposed to put that. Oh, okay. So I think that's about it for my little, my little rant slash positivity boost slash insight into my life Um, what I want everybody to take from this podcast is be true to yourself do not change for fucking nobody unless of course you're a terrible person then hey maybe you should try being a good person but don't change who you are because of other people's opinion don't mold yourself into this specific mold because that's what everybody else is like don't do that Um, Another thing I want you to take from this is self-reflect. Self-reflect on what happened, what's going on, who you loved, who you lost, blah, 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 blah. I already went through that. Um, But reevaluate your life. Like, you know, I, again, I have thought, you know what? I don't take enough chances. I am not open to opportunities. I, you know, there's certain things that I don't do because I'm scared. And it's like, you know what? Life is too short to do that. So I need to go more places. I need to put myself out there more I need to say yes more you know I need to do that because life is too short that is something that I realized when I reevaluated. so I really really highly recommend that everybody does that as well if you keep making the same mistake over again have a look and think well hang on maybe there's something that I'm doing wrong you know you need to live for you and you know reevaluate. if you are working all the time you have money coming out of your ass but you still work all the time 
but you don't have a love life and you know you don't hang out with friends and you never leave your house or you never leave the state or you never leave the town reevaluate that and think you know what hang on I can afford to take a week off I'm just going to jump on a plane and go here or you know I don't have to work on the weekend I just I choose to I ask if I can work on the weekend because I've got nothing better to do so maybe don't do that and go and do something go and experience something go and hang out with somebody go and meet new people you know life is way too short and at the end of the day it doesn't matter how much money you have we are all going to be buried in the ground we're all going to be buried in the same size casket we're all going to be dead underground I know it sounds really harsh but you know whether you get buried or cremated or whatever's going on at the end of the day we're all going to die it is not going to matter how much money is in our bank it's going to matter the people that we touched in our lives and the people that touched us in our lives and it's going to be about the memories and the experiences and yeah okay money does help with that but at the end of the day it doesn't matter how much money we've got. Once we're dead, we're dead. You know, we need to live life to our absolute flaws because that's what we deserve. So do that. Let me know how it goes. StarcrossedOpinions at hotmail.com is my email address. Um, I also have my Instagram as public. So go and have a look. Go and have a follow. It's Courtney J, like Courtney and then J-A-Y. Um... Yeah, and if you guys have anything you want to say, anything you want me to talk about, I will try and do podcasts. I'm sorry, I will try. Um, but as usual, no promises. So yeah, as usual, you do you. And if you're not going to do you, then let somebody else do you. But be happy, be the person that you want to be. And just go with the flow. I believe in you and you got this. We can work on ourselves together. Alrighty, I'm out. <laughs>